welcome back to another crazy episode of Kells Gone Bush. As you probably guessed by the title, today I'm looking into crimes involving one of our most dangerous animals. When I lived up in Darwin, just about every day, every morning, you'd pick up the newspaper and it was a crocodile on the front page and a crazy headline of some shit that the crocodiles got up to that it shouldn't have. But these particular stories, the crocodiles weren't actually at fault. The humans, however, could all be nominees for the Darwin Awards. The first story I have for you happened about a week or so ago in the remote town of Daly River in the Northern Territory. Apparently, there's been a lot of shit going on in the Daly River and surrounding areas with crime at the moment. And this particular story was four men that were uh, being chased by cops Two of them decided to jump into the extremely croc-infested Daly River. Apparently, that was a better option than being arrested by the cops. Now, I don't know what they did, but it must have been pretty bad because I've been to the Daly River and there's massive crocodiles everywhere. They actually have um, the Daly River Swimmers Club certificate. Like, if you get caught in the Daly River and you have to get pulled out, you get this, like, award for being in the swim club. It's, I don't know, sort of like an inside joke because it's so hectic that you would actually survive being stuck in that river. But anyway, the cops ended up having to discharge a couple of rounds of both beanbags and ammunition, and I looked this up on Wikipedia because I don't know what a beanbag is, but apparently they are little fabric pillows filled with um, number nine lead shot weighing around 40 grams, which means fucking jack shit to me, but anyone that knows guns probably understands what that's all about. It's designed to create a blow that will cause minimum long-term trauma and no penetration, but can briefly render a violent suspect immobile or crocodiles that are just hanging around in their own habitat, doing their own thing, um, and just happen to be next to some stupid people that want to jump into the river. Now, considering saltwater crocodiles are a tad larger than men, I'm not sure how effective these beanbags are, but nobody got eaten and the crocodiles were unharmed. So, you know, win-win. This has actually happened before. Back in 2017, when a young couple sped off from a roadblock near the Mary River and they weren't seen after that for a few days. What happened was the couple was suspected of supplying re- weed in the town of Maningrida in Arnhem Land, and that's a huge, huge, yeah, it's pretty bad. You're not allowed to take alcohol out there, let alone drugs. So the cops set up a roadblock on the Arnhem Highway and ended up having to jump off the road when the pair sped through the roadblock without stopping. The police believe they may have jumped into the Mary River, which has one of the highest numbers of saltwater crocodiles in the world. No shit. I took some mates there to spend a night on the houseboat a few years ago. They asked me if we'd see any crocs and because I hadn't been there before, I was like, oh, maybe we might see a couple. Well, we saw three before we even got on the boat. And at night time, when we shot a light on the water, there were like little red eyes everywhere. So yeah, I don't know what these two were running from, but it must have been pretty bad if they thought jumping in the Mary River was a better option than being pinched by the cops. Anyway, the cops found the vehicle with no occupants, but they did find 300 grams of weed, lucky them, and a shotgun. 
The public called in sightings of the couple near the Corroboree Park Tavern the following Monday. The woman, Caitlin, who was pregnant, was picked up by a dad and handed herself into police the next day. Her partner, Raphael, was also alive and well and he was arrested later on. You see a lot of crazy shit up north. Seriously, the top end is content gold and this next story does not disappoint. On January the 3rd in 2021, Cam Forst and his mate Kev Joyner were setting up crab traps in the mangroves at East Point in Darwin. Prime croc territory, by the way, when they heard a cry for help. On further inspection, they found a bloke named Luke. I'm not going to even try and pronounce his last name because I'll just butcher it. So they found a bloke called Luke, naked, caked in mud and clinging to a mangrove. Thinking he had had a massive New Year's Eve and this was the end of his bender, Cam stripped off to his jocks and threw the bloke his shorts. They got him in their tinny and since the bloke wasn't in the best shape, they called the Ambos and headed back to the boat ramp where the ambulance was waiting. Luke was taken to Darwin Hospital where the police made their appearance in the story. Turns out Luke was on the run for assaulting his girlfriend and breaching bail. In court, his lawyer argued that his sentence should be reduced because four days in the mangroves with humidity lurking crocodiles and getting flogged by sandflies was punishment enough. While the judge agreed it would have been particularly uncomfortable, he went on to say that it was a self-inflicted extra crucial punishment through stupidity. Now, I'm no criminal, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to leave your personal belongings at the scene of the crime. A rule Alex Cope forgot about when he got pissed and decided to scale the fence of the Rockhampton Zoo and enter the crocodile enclosure. Lucky for him, it was just the freshies, but unluckily for him, he still got bitten. I don't know what he expected to happen, to be honest. Like, just going in a croc enclosure and give him a pat? Like, no, mate. <laughs> they might be little, but they still bite. Anyway, the idiot also dropped his phone, escaping the enclosure. The cops were called the next day and they took the phone back to the station with them. This made their job incredibly easy because Cope, who really needs to feature in my Dumbest Criminal series, decided to go down to the station to see if his phone was handed in. It was and he was fined 300 bucks. It's not the first time someone broke into the Rockhampton Zoo. In 2006, a 1.2 metre croc named Missy was taken from the zoo after thieves tried to take a koala and the koala fought back. Now, koalas are feisty little bastards. I tried to help one on the side of the road and it happened to be a bloke pulled over in his ute and he got the koala in the back, but I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have a fucking hope in hell. That thing was going mental. It was like trying to, I don't know. They're very, they've got claws. They're, they're not as cuddly as you would think. So anyway, because the koala fought back, they decided the crocodile might be easier to steal. It wasn't, and the thieves got a few scratches for their trouble, but they managed to get the croc out of the zoo and into the back of the car, much to the shock of the getaway driver, who was a girlfriend of one of the blokes involved. The crocodile was never found, but two years later, a man was sent to jail for the croc theft along with other charges. The next crime on my list doesn't exactly involve crocodiles, but there was a bloody good chance it could have if this guy wasn't so lucky. Cameron Macher was driving along the Proserpine River in North Queensland trying to find a crocodile to show his mate. He was so busy looking into the river that he crashed into a tree and rolled the car into the river. Both blokes walked away from the accident, hiking through the scrub to get to town. When the cops found Cameron at 9am in Main Street, Proserpine, he was unsteady on his feet and not because of the injuries. He blew into the bag and was well over 0.05, so he ended up charged with a DUI. Now, I used to live 
just near the Proserpine River. I was um, just out of Ellie Beach for a few months and there's like no, you never see any crocodiles. So yeah, he must've been like shocked that there was, I think there's one crocodile and it just sort of hangs around, but yeah, it never really, you didn't see stories on the front page of the paper every second day about crocodiles like you did in Darwin. It just wasn't that hectic. Anyway, finding crocodiles in random locations is standard procedure for the top end, but sometimes they don't end up there by themselves. This was the case when three stolen crocodiles were dumped at a school in Humpty Doo, south of Darwin. The thieves smashed the glass doors to the front of the school and left the poor crocs in the front office, which would have been an awesome way to start the work on Monday for the office ladies. The crocs were not in the best of health, so they were taken in by parks and wildlife. I found more stories of crocodiles being stolen to sell illegally, but there's not much point covering them. It's all pretty much the same. Animals being mistreated and not looked after properly because they are worth big bucks on the black market. Read way too many of where the crocs didn't survive and they just aren't funny or crazy. They just made me sad and I thought, why depress my listeners? So that's pretty much it. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I had a ball researching it. It's kind of like dumb criminals, like top end style. And I think maybe the top end just deserves its own special dumb criminals because it's always a lot more exciting than the dumb criminals down in Melbourne because, I mean, it's Melbourne. But in Darwin, they're like, there's always crocodiles or pigs or like buffalo or snakes. There's always something dangerous, usually a dangerous animal that's involved or just dangerous terrain in general. So maybe I need to split them up top and south. Um, <laughs> let me know what you think. As always, you can find me on Insta and Facebook. I'll leave the links below. I would love to hear any episode suggestions or feedback or just to chat in general. I'll be back soon with another episode, guys. Have an awesome week. Mm-hmm.